Hey guys, it's Mikey Betts here with Belly Up Sports Media Company, and uh, we're here to bring you our new show, The Mikey Betts Show. So let's get after it, let's get ready, and let's go. All right, guys. Uh, started it. We actually did it. Here we are. This is going to be a shit show and a train wreck for the first time we're going to do this. But uh, here we are. And I am pr- proud. See, I already started. I'm proud to introduce my partner, Captain Chris. Captain Chris, you want to go ahead? Actually, let me give him a little drum roll real quick. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself, Captain Chris? Too kind with the drum roll. <laughs> I uh, hope I can live up to that one for sure. But no, man, uh, awesome to join you on this journey that you're uh you're on with uh belly up sports i'm just winging it man just winging it. <laughs> i just want to thank you and them for the opportunity to join you on, on this podcast as your co-host um you know for the foreseeable future and uh we'll see where this goes man but i'm super super excited when you told me it was like uh it's almost like a something you and I talked about for a long time. Too much, bro. It's it's insane. It's insane. And, and now we actually have the ability to bring that to fruition, or you do. Even if it's like so. three of our followers. I know my mom's probably listening, and Kayla, and probably your mom, and and you know, like your dad. Just like all, we probably have four or five they, followers. We got a we got a couple people on there, but you know what? That's fine because uh, my mom loves me, so whatever. <laughs> Well, it's it's only up from here. And yeah, that's, that's what's going to be uh, really fun to see. Is I think uh, where we can take this show, and I think the chemistry is pretty natural. Oh fuck uh, yeah, dude! Between the two of us, so I think moving forward, it's only going to get better. Um, I think I'm pretty excited about some <laughs> of the names you're telling me that we possibly have for some interviews moving forward. I mean, yeah, too. today we got we got Mr. Jim McMahon. Uh, Mr. Super Bowl with the Bears, the only quarterback that can actually do it. And I'm pretty excited moving forward about some of the interviews that yeah. we have upcoming. I know uh, we have one I'll let you get to uh, right now, but there's a couple we seem to possibly have lined up that oh, we yeah. won't get to as of yet, but pretty excited. Dude, it's going to be crazy. So today, obviously, you know, we have Jim McMahon. Um, that's pretty big. It's my first interview, so it was pretty choppy, but... Uh, guy's kind of dry he's a really good guy though very very grateful that he took the time out of his day to give me an interview uh we have some some more guests coming up we have willie harris third base cubs coach and also world's world series winner yes sir yes sir we have mr len casper and uh we have a couple more in the works i don't want to say any names though but mama told me you know some uh some little uh for foreseeable future drops right there uh, what do you call that? Foreshadowing? I didn't. I didn't finish. Yeah, foreshadowing, right? Yeah, fuck school. Fuck school. Yeah. So um, that being said, this beautiful Sunday morning, I'm drinking a lovely orange mimosa. Uh, getting ready for the the big game. Don't want to say the name, but the big game. We all know what we're talking about here. We all know what the big game is. Uh, Chris, who do you like for the for the big game? Oh man. First off, the matchup is, I feel like it's one of the most exciting ones that we've probably had in, in some time. I don't know, maybe that's just my thought, but I think 
This one has the ability to be a really fun one, and I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. You are going to go with the Chiefs. Damn, 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 damn. I'm going with the Bucks. I like the old head. No, I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, the guy, I mean, rightfully so. How many Super Bowl rings, you know? I mean, why why would you bet against the guy? But I just, there's something about the Chiefs offense. Um, Dude, he's a... I don't know if I feel comfortable betting against Tom Brady, but that Chiefs offense is... Is something that I think very few teams can stop. If anyone can stop, uh, they played each other in what? What week was that? I think week 12, in which the Chiefs beat the Bucks 27-24. Yeah, but if you look at that game, Obviously, the Chiefs handled them for the first half. Hmm. For the first half, they handled them, and then they, put the, they, they stepped off the pedal. But that's what they do. That's what they always do. The Chiefs always let you let you creep back in the, in, in the lead. That's not how it was last year. These are totally different Chiefs last year. Last year, it was they were the comeback kids, you know. So it's kind of crazy and scary to see how these guys can just transition. And that's where I get scared about the Chiefs. The Chiefs can they're, – they're like the the Nick Saban kind of thing. Like, oh, you know what? It's – oh, I'm a defensive guru. You know what? Let me show you how good I am on offense too. Let right. me let me show you what I could do here. Right. So it, I, Andy Reid has so many tricks up his sleeves. He's been in the game for so long. He's – He's so respected around this whole league, and you can't get past the guy. You're almost like describing a situation in which you're playing Madden. Yeah. And you don't want to run up the score against someone you're playing yeah. pretty bad. Because they'll quit. But they'll then quit. That's, that's like also saying, too, then, that you know you have the ability to score. Remember yeah. our one friend, Tone? Remember every single time that he would every single time that he would be losing, he would quit the game? He would turn off the Xbox. Oh. For what? Bro, finish the game, you know? Let's just hope that Brady doesn't, you know, turn off the Xbox, too. That would be nice. Hopefully but, finish the game. But back to the Madden really quick. <laughs> when you're not running up the score and you're kind of just running the ball to kill the clock and everything, you kind of know in the back of your head that you can score. And, man, I don't know. I Why would an NFL team not score if they had the ability it's a Super Bowl. to? Maybe I shouldn't think like that. But... In the games upcoming to this, I don't think that is the case. I just think they – maybe you can just get too comfortable with a lead. Yeah. You and, know, and you, it's just kind of that natural thing where your foot just kind of naturally comes off the gas. You don't really mean for it to, but next thing you know, the opposing team is, you know, having a score or two against you mm-hmm. or forcing a turnover or they something. They play too conservative. I would like kind of like the Bears, except they play too conservative all the time, all Ooh. the time. They can't even get a lead. Let's save the Bears talk for a little. Yeah, bit. sorry, that's just the Before Chicago the fan in me. It's like uh, the quarterback situation. Yeah, that's what I was going to bring up about that quarterback situation too. Was that, I mean, since you and I can remember, the quarterback situation has just been a revolving door, really. Yeah. Besides Jay Cutler and Jay Cutler, we were still bitching about. We didn't even think that he was. Oh, he's garbage. He's garbage. Little did we know that was the best thing we've seen. You can cuss on here. You can say whatever. You- the fuck you want just don't say the b word i don't like the b word uh or the c word you know just uh just my personal preference you can say whatever you want he's but b and he's a c oh yeah see don't don't be bc 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 is not good so um no but back to that situation we'll talk we'll talk bears quarterbacks later if you want before the jim mcmahon interview. oh of course obviously 
that's probably the biggest bear storyline moving forward this offseason. Mm-hmm. But let's get to that a little later. Let's yeah. go back to the big game, obviously, a little bit later tonight. What time is kickoff scheduled? Four, it's 530. 5.30. 5.30. So place your bets right before 5.30. CBS has a four-hour pregame show. Mm-hmm. It's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. Make sure you get everything ready. Get your bets ready. You know where to go. Check out bellyupfantasysports.com slash MikeyBets. Make sure you guys get those bets because we're here to make some money this Sunday. We're, today yeah. we're going to make some money. I know I took I know I know took some some notes on a couple that I like, and we'll probably share some, share some of those moving forward mm-hmm. uh, a little later in the show. Um, one thing I was going to say, four-hour pregame. For what? Dude, turn on two and a half men for the first half an hour. Why bro. would you? I'd be. I don't even want to watch the game after no. watching four hours of the no. game. There is some golf on later today, though. So oh, there is be, uh, some obviously a uh, Sunday finale. I think the NBA. There's going to be some games on, but that's always in the afternoon for for today. The Blackhawks play at two o'clock too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I, I do want to mention and we'll both mention is uh, moving forward, each show will kind of just be dictated by whatever's happening in the, in the sports world. So as we move forward, we mentioned spring training. So we'll talk some Cubs next week. We got the Willie Harris interview coming up. Mm-hmm. We'll also talk Bulls, Blackhawks, um, nation, national stories. Trying to get our guy Chuck on here. Chuck Squirsky, shout out, shout out. I know we're just waiting on your response. So, uh, you know, just let us know, you know, no, no pressure, no pressure, Chuck. Bulls are the Bulls are coming, man. They they look so much better this year compared to last year. Dude, that's how you got blocked on. Uh, this is gonna sound bad. I'm not a bad person. But the Bulls blocked me on Instagram. So Chicago Bulls, if you guys want to unblock me, I'd appreciate that. They blocked me. Um, Jim Boylan. They said or, or something about the COVID. They they started closing. Blah blah blah. And. Uh, I mean, I may have said something about Jim Boylan, how he was trash. I didn't say anything about him getting COVID, so nothing like that. But commented on there, got 283 likes, no big deal. And then they banned me. They blocked me. Blocked me. I had to make another account just to follow the Bulls. Dude, I have them tatted on my back, and, and, and they're going to do that. That makes no sense to me. But you know what? I'm just glad they got rid of Jim Boylan. They're moving forward. They have some key players. They, and they really didn't make any moves this year. They really didn't make any moves. No. What moves did they make? Just the signing of Garrett Temple. The GOAT. Garrett Temple is the GOAT. And the drafting of Patrick Williams, of course. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who, I mean, he looks, he looks pretty good. They were roasting him. They were roasting him when he got drafted. But you know what? Uh, I have a friend who, who was telling me, he's like, dude, look at where he went to school. Look where everyone else went to school. Look at look at his division. Look where he played. Look what look what his conference. Mm-hmm. And it's a no-brainer. Finish finishing games in the ACC. But then I went and I asked him this. I said, "What if that was Jim Boylan's team and they drafted Patrick Williams? What would we be thinking about him?" I I don't even know how much playing time he gets. No, I think he'd probably start out of order. Yep. Um, the decision to start Patrick Williams, I'm all for. It's only it's it's coming. Just get him all the experience he can get. And Otto Porter. Don't get me started with that guy, dude. What a waste of money. What a waste of time. What a waste of a season. What a like he just he he robbed the Bulls. He he pulled the biggest Dwayne Wade since Dwayne Wade. He robbed the Bulls. Uh oh. You like him? No, I don't. It's not 
It's not that. It's I think he signed the contract before he got here. Though, yeah, he? yeah, he took on it, so. but he signed his player contract. I mean, or the player option. Obviously, I would too. I'm not a I dummy, mean, bro. Twenty-eight million sitting on the thing. table. You're damn right. I'm gonna opt into that because you uh, know, you know, no one else. No one else around the NBA is going to give Otto Porter Jr. $28 million mm-hmm. for a season. Yeah. With that being said, he does add some leadership to that team. It looks pretty pretty evident that, you know, he's a he's a leader in that in that locker room along with Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus um, Young, Mr. Triple-Double. I was just talking shit about him a week ago, and now he's building up triple-double numbers. How does that make sense? That's the thing is everyone just looks so much better in this offense. With Billy Donovan. Yeah, he said that in an interview with um, with Stacy King. Mm-hmm. Um, he swears more than me. You know, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, in the interview, I think he uh, he was pretty aware that he was close to a triple double there mm-hmm. himself. It's like four games, he almost had a triple double. Even right now, I think his stats are going uh, crazy. The other day, I saw his game. Uh, I think they play later today as well. Um. Who knows? I mean, you wouldn't even. No, the NBA is probably smarter than to go. They probably, I think they might play tomorrow night because they probably don't want to go with anything scheduled up against the big game tonight. Which, which is, dude, you talk about? They have to talk. Yeah, exactly. We still haven't even. We're talking about bulls. Their follow or our listeners are probably like, dude, what the hell are they saying? My mom probably even tuned off right now. So right. Who cares? <laughs> bulls talk. Um. Yeah, dude. We'll 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 transition back to the uh, the big game, the big game. But um, dun, dun, dun. fuck, yeah, dude. The Bulls. I don't know. You know who they should trade for is Nikola. Uh, Yo- how do you say his name? Jokic. Jokic. Yeah, the Joker. They should trade for that guy. So why? why? I give up the house. Yeah, <laughs> give up Zach Levine. I know my buddy John's gonna be freaking out, but give up Zach Levine. You know. Nah, I mean I. Moving forward, you still have to think anyone is available in a trade. Yeah, that's um, true. I, you have to think this season, I don't think they have the goal. Obviously, the goal is to win a championship every year. But realistically, I think this year was a year of progress to be made. You know? Mm-hmm. Like I said, the the play of Patrick Williams, uh, Zach Levine has definitely made a stride. Hopefully, Kobe White continues to do so as well. Kobe White, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I like the guy. I like the guy. I know I saw the look on your face. You looked like you were about to say, like, yeah, he's trash. I like the guy. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the hair. Maybe it's that. I don't know. He's kind of handsome, whatever. No homo. But he's a, he's a nice-looking guy. He looks young. He looks cool. He looks ready to play. I like the way he passes. Lots of turnovers. But you know what? I love the guy. I love the guy. What do you think? Kobe White joined the show. <laughs> Go ahead. What were you going to say? I think realistically, moving forward in this season, it wasn't about making the playoffs and contending for a championship. I think this season was more so about progression and who is able to stick around in the future moving forward. Um, Zach Levine has definitely taken a step this season. Mm-hmm. The draft of drafting of Patrick Williams, I should say. Uh, get him all the playing time you can get for him. But where are you at on Kobe White? The he seems to be making a stride too, but I'm just don't know where. where don't get I me stand. started about Kobe White. I love that guy. I stand with Kobe White. 
I love Kobe White. I love Kobe White. I'm going to probably go down in the ship saying I love Kobe White, but that boy averages 15.3 points a game. He averages almost five rebounds and almost six assists a game. He almost has a steal a game. Dude, he just needs to drop those turnovers, almost three turnovers a game. But three turnovers a game is not bad for a point guard. And that's the problem is what people are not understanding. Problem is, is when you have Zach Levine turning over the ball five times a game, that becomes a problem. And then they're going to look everywhere else to, oh, where, who, who's causing all these turnovers? Mm-hmm. Maybe I exaggerated a little because Zach Levine has limited his, uh, his turnovers, except in the last Knicks game, he had about eight turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's only averaging four turnovers a game, which is still pretty bad for a shooting guard. Because you're not handling the ball. How are you losing the ball that many times a game? And that's my problem with Zach Levine. Well, he I, does play the one a fair amount when mm-hmm. you, you do have to think Sadoransky was out for a period of time. Sadoransky, my guy. Hey, he's a decent backup point guard. Decent backup. Um, decent backup when we have him on good contract. A really good contract. Not going to argue with it. It's not the Felicio contract, but not going to argue with ooh, it. Yeah. It's last year. I think it's one more year of that guy. Felicio? Yeah. Yeah. We have to think. And that's why they're going to, you got to think they're going to be big time players in free agency upcoming because they have the money of Otto Porter Jr.'s contract coming up. Mm-hmm. They also have Felicio's money. Otto Porter out. Jr. So, what, that right there would be, I think we're looking at $35 million coming off the books for next year. Mm hmm. Obviously, you'll have some some increases and in some player contracts, but what do you do with marketing too? Marketing is they, uh, they went I don't in, know, man. they went into the they went into the new season or this current season without giving him a new deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like I said, I think it's just one of those situations where everyone's just you know let's see where the let's see where the the chips fall and and who's who's here and who wants to be here and right. Uh, but like I said, I think this season wasn't about contending for a championship. It was just seeing who wants to, you know, who's going to take that next step forward and and be here for when this team's ready to contend. Dude, and 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 before we get off the Bulls, let me just say that Denzel Valentine, get the fuck off my team, bro. You you suck. Stop throwing up flea flickers. Stop throwing up these trash shots. Stop throwing up these assists. Stop trying to play. Try Mister Superhero. Stop taking the shots. Pass the ball to somebody that matters. Pass the ball to Zach Levine. Pass the ball. Do not shoot the ball. I am begging you. Please do not shoot the ball. Yeah, that might sound a little personal. My my partner, Chris, is giving me the look like, hey, man, don't be so harsh on the guy. Get the fuck off my team. Get the fuck off my team, Denzel Valentine. Please. For the record, Bulls Wizards tomorrow, 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock? 7 o'clock okay. tomorrow, Bulls Wizards. Tonight, however, 5.30, as we talked about before. Yes, sir. Game. Yes, sir. So, I'm Chiefs, you're Bucks, it sounds like, huh? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Give me, give me your, your case on why you think Patrick Mahomes is going to outtake Tom Brady. And, by the way, real quick before I start, we always talk about steroids in the NFL. We, we know that people are taking steroids in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. Nobody talks about Tom Brady. Okay, he doesn't look big, but he looks like he never has aged. Yeah. Well, he's 43 years old. He looks younger than Patrick Mahomes. Hmm. Where does that make sense? Cosmetics. 
No, that that has to be. There is no TB12 diet. That has to be the anti-aging cream. This guy has to. It's steroids. Cosmetic surgeries. Oh, dude. I, I don't know. Oh, his wife. Yeah, I guess. Who knows? I don't know. I don't well, know. I mean, yeah, you, you think about it. A 43-year-old playing quarterback in the NFL just sounds... Nuts. Deadly sounds yeah, like just sounds like you're asking like for a death wish. Yeah, yeah. And and now this season he's throwing the ball down the field more so than he has in the past. And that Buccaneers offense is is an offense I feel that can compete with the Chiefs offense. That's why making the decision to choose the Chiefs was so difficult because I do feel the Bucks will have an offense that can possibly put up a, a fair share. Of right, dude. Points. Yeah, their 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 offensive weapons are insane. You have. You have Watkins, you have Robinson, you have Hardman, you have, oh my gosh, you have Bell, you have mm-hmm. everybody, you have Hill, you have Kelsey. Everybody will ke- come to the ball, you know, and that that's great for the best. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, right now, you can't tell me that there's anybody better in the league than Patrick Mahomes. You know, you can make the case that Tom Brady can beat him, but he's not better than Patrick Mahomes right now. As right. a quarterback, he's not better. Tom Brady, I don't think he's better than – you know what? I'm not even going to say it. not even going to say it. I was going to say not even better than Mitch Trubisky. Last year he put up the same numbers as Mitch Trubisky as a Patriot, and I still have that number stuck in my head. Tom Brady is not better than – I think he'd, I put him at top five quarterbacks this year. Top five. You know, he's not in the top – or maybe top six. I don't even think he's in top five, you know. Who are you taking before him? Probably taking Mahomes, as you said. Mahomes. Josh Allen. Josh Allen's number two. No, Rodgers is probably two. No. Yes. Absolutely not. I can't do that. Don't do not do that to me. Don't do that to me. I mean, he's probably going to win MVP. This no, year. yeah, he, yeah, okay, fine. All right. That's This is off the as, record. As much as we hate him as Bears fans. Yeah. You know, we can't. It's my fandom. I can't do that, dude. I can't, I can't. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Josh Allen. Josh probably Allen. Um, who else would you put up there? I would have put Russell Wilson up there if he had a little bit better numbers. He had a really, really hot start of the year, and then he just fell off. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think who had a great season. Um, man, Hubert had a good season, yeah. Justin Herbert, Herbert, there you go, definitely. I sound like a meatball. Did you hear me, Hubert? Yeah, who that, that Hubert. Oh my gosh. Win yeah. Um, yeah, you probably put. I mean, you have to put Brady. Yeah. Brady. Is, it, is it for past? You know. Yeah, and that's the thing is. Remember, even, even this season, he, he played really well. It, it kind of reminds me. Is, you know. Yeah. Like we're look what we're previewing tonight. Mm-hmm. So that's what it comes down to is just having that ability to win those games and and just being comfortable in those in those big time spots. So is the Belichick Brady debate over, or is it too soon? I mean, it looks pretty good in the Brady Brady section, doesn't it? And that's the thing for me is is Brady has let's say two or three more years to prove that he it's it's him over Ooh, Belichick. You think he plays two more years? I think he plays two more years. I think he could play past forty five. Yeah, he does it on purpose, dude. He does not care. Like, I, I, and you know what? I remember listening to a interview of him when he said, "You know what? People talk about my family. Oh, you're gonna, don't you miss your family? Don't you miss your kids?" He goes, "There's 43 year olds right now that are working, 
you know, and they're missing time with their kids. They're working, you know, Absolutely. and that's true. I mean, you're going to look at, you know, you're going to look at people that we know that are Tom Brady's age and they're going to work every day. Right. They're not spending every single second with their kid. And you know what? It's a job. And that's what how Tom Brady treats it. He treats it as a job. He's good at his job yeah. and he's going to quit until the wheel. He's not going to quit until the wheels fall off. So I don't know. Last year, I thought that was his last pass. I thought that was his last pass when he threw that pick six against the Titans. Right. I thought that was his last pass ever. And here we are in the Super Bowl talking about this guy again. Mm-hmm. I hated Tom Brady. In a, in a new situation. Yeah. New coach. Dude, I hated the guy. He had When he had four rings, I was like, I'm done. Like, dude, this guy's just like, he's overrated. No way. Then he got five, and I was like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Then he got six, and I was like, dude, okay, I can't hate on this guy. This right. guy. Like, how many does he have to get until I have to stop hating, you know? It's kind of like the LeBron factor. I, I hate the guy, you know? I hate the guy with a passion. Okay. But you got to respect him. He's so good, you know? Right. It just sucks. Like, okay, you just got his fourth ring. What am I supposed to do, right. you know? Do I hate on him for how much longer? Exactly. LeBron, if you get one more, I'm not going to hate on you. <laughs> just kidding. I'm still going to hate on you. I mean, the thing with him, too, is is all the finals appearances. Yes, he's lost a, a few, but, you know, just, just to get Look what they did to beat him. Well, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, back to the Belichick Brady debate, it has to be, it has to be over, but man, if Brady, let's say hypothetically does win tonight, their offense was going to be a whole lot better when they decided to run the ball. Because then defenses have to play both the run and the pass. Mm-hmm. Then you have to have some sort of balance there. And if the Buccaneers continue to protect him, I guess I guess you could make the argument that he does play another, I don't know about three seasons, but at least two, I guess, could, could very well happen. Speaking of the run game, have you heard of um, Playoff Lenny? Do you know Playoff Lenny or no? No. Playoff Lenny is not regular Lenny. Playoff Lenny is Leonard Fournette. And Playoff Lenny is done. He's had a great playoff season, but now it's Super Bowl Lenny, and Super Bowl Lenny is going to go off in the Super Bowl. You think so? I think so. I think, dude, the Chiefs defense for rushing is not that good. I think they're 18th. I want to say they're 18th in rushing defense, you know, against the rush. Okay, that's not – not that scary to me. In the past five games, they've allowed 197 rushing yards. It's not that – I mean, it's pretty bad. You know what I'm saying? That's – how do you allow that many rushing yards? Right. Doesn't make sense to me. Versus the Bucs, they're number one in the rushing – against the run. The Bucs are number one against the run. You have Le'Veon Bell, and you have uh, – what's the other guy? Uh, Williams? Clyde Edwards. Oh, Clyde L- Edwards. Okay. And Daryl Williams. And Darryl Williams. Tyreek Hill in the jet sweep. You're screwed. That is a cheat code. That's a cheat code. That's a cheat code. You, anytime they run that stupid ass play, stupid ass, it works. Every time they run that play with Tyreek Hill, I get so mad because the Bears try to run it every single week. Well, they used to try it with Tariq Cohen. Remember that? They used to try that with Tariq Cohen all the time. Now they're trying it with Cordell Patterson. And I think, I think Cohen was someone that they missed this season for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. However, I think that also led to the emergence of Darnell Mooney. So beast mode, bro. We'll get back to Bears yeah, in a second. Yeah, I know we keep uh, we got, keep we I keep itching on Chicago got, sports, I got but Bears talk. But you also you mentioned 
two things that make me want to bring up a couple of the bets. Obviously, we're going to be placing some uh, some bets tonight on the big game. Mikey Betts, can you go ahead and tell me what site we're using on these? So uh, I like to use my sports book. I use I use uh, busr.com. Uh, it's a great, great website for sports books and keeping all your betting, uh, tracking your betting as well. Uh, I like to use Tally Sports. It's a great, great place where you can track your sports and you can see how you're doing, make sure you're not losing money. Uh, and also, if you guys want to check me out, you guys can go to bellyupfantasysports.com slash MikeyBets, or you can even go to MikeyBets.com and you'll find me. I will give you, if you join my plays and you join my membership, uh, depends on the membership you join. But I give out two free plays, or not free plays, you pay for them, two plays a day and one parlay a week. And uh, you guys can go check out that website. Right now I'm running a promo code. If you put in Mikey Bets in the promo code, you get 50% off. So uh, go ahead and do that ASAP. The game's going to start soon. And uh, I know you guys want to win some money, so let's get it. Let's get after it, you know. Um, that being said. Let's get it. Let's get it indeed. Yes. Um, all right. So like I said, I our conversation kind of led to a couple that I did want to bring up off the bat. Go ahead. First off, because we were talking about Leonard, or as you call him, playoff Lenny. Super Bowl Lenny. Super Bowl Lenny, that is true. You know what? Fuck it. Me and Chris have been talking about if we could say Super Bowl or not. We can't, right? Can't say Super Bowl? I don't think so. Why not? Because, I mean, like, news companies don't even do it. Right? They can't. What are they going to sue us? Bro, it's just free. True. What are they going to sue us for? What's, 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 let's say they sue us for 200 million. What's 200 million times zero? Oh, wait, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. I was going to say, I don't, I don't think it necessarily is. All right, so we're going to have to take out the bowl. Uh, should we have them bleep it out? We should have our producers bleep it yeah. out, right? Yeah, we yeah. should just have them bleep, bleep yep. it out. So anyways, let's go back to some things. So not that... Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Keep yeah, right? Um, thank you for that, Mikey Betts. One thing, or there's a couple things I wanted to bring up because we were talking Jet Sweep. We were also talking playoff or big game, big game Lenny. Yeah. Yeah, big game money. I guess money. can't even say the S word these days. <laughs> I can say shit. I can say fuck. Can't say I can't S, say the. I can say the Uber Bowl. I can't say the other word. We we know what's happening tonight. You and I do exactly know what's going down tonight. I like I like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, first player to reach ten rushing yards. Ten rushing yards. Just ten rushing yards. At, and I got it at plus four fifty. I would take it. Oh, I would take it. Why not? Right. You know what? No, I would. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull the dolphin and I'm going to be a flipper. I'm going to be a flipper. I don't think so because I think that defense is going to come out hot. I think Vita V is a monster. He's only played two. He's 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 a monster, bro. You cannot stop Vita V. And you got Pierre Piall. The only thing that stops him is fireworks. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Is that too soon? Sorry, my guy. Sorry. He's doing commercials. Well, that's the thing. How, how do you know who gets the ball first? You Heads know. or tails? Who do you got for the coin flip? Oh. See, dude, that's the thing. It's like 
you see That's all these so, everybody's so neck they just start itching dude. So oh man everything yeah. from the coin toss to the gatorade color to, to to the national anthem i think you can do the halftime is there cleavage is there cleavage in the national anthem or not the national anthem what is it the uh the halftime uh, show the halftime show uh, I'm not even sure what the halftime show is. Side note, personally, I am very excited for this uh, halftime show. I was very excited. Don't tell Kayla. That's my girlfriend. I was very excited for last year's halftime show was the uh, Shakira and J-Lo. It was amazing. It was amazing. And it was Shakira's birthday. Happy birthday, Shakira. You know, it was two, four days ago, let's say. Um, yeah, the weekend's going to be good. I don't even want to talk about that. But, yeah, the weekend's going to be pretty good. Uh, I love his songs. He's pretty cool. I don't know if you like his songs or not, but you know he'll he'll uh, put on a decent show, I guess. The weekend always came off as a group name to me. All right, why? a lot of people that I know they always why? say, "Oh, I don't even like them." Why it's like, why wouldn't he just call himself Saturday? Yeah, you know, because that's a good time. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Hey, what's up? I'm Saturday. The weekend includes Fridays, Saturday, and Sunday. Sundays. So maybe he's. Although Sundays are pretty good, considering your new favorite podcast does get released every Sunday morning now. Oh, that's true. That's you know? true. So your Sundays, Sundays did just get a little bit better. Obviously, we got a big game coming. So up if you think about night. it, we we're endorsing the weekend by having such a good show on the weekend that that's yeah. actually helping him out. I guess. I I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, oh, yeah that makes sense. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Thanks. Thanks. You're you're welcome. The weekend. You're welcome. That's no problem. Anything you need from us, that's no problem. Mikey Betts, I got a question for you. Go ahead. Fire away. How many players total do you think will have a passing attempt in this game? A passing attempt? Holy shit! Set at two and a half. I'm taking the over. Two and a half. Yeah, there's got to be a trick place. The Super Bowl. Two and a half. Yeah, you got to hammer that. Right? You got to hammer that. You got to hammer it. There's no chance. Okay. There's no chance I'm not taking that. And you know what? Even if I lose that bet, I don't care. You know why? You got it at plus 170. You got it at plus 170. Yeah. Dude, come on. You either risk or you lose. Because like you said, there has to be. Not true. 1-800-GAMBLER. A forward, forward, well, not a jet sweep, but a, a toss attempt. Which is similar to the jet sweep. Yeah. The jet sweep is a handoff. But I'm trying to think who's a really good passer, who would be a really good passer for the box of backup, and then who would be a really good passer for the Chiefs. Who have they had to do this before? I'm pretty sure. I think Tyreek. Tyreek's passed. Thrown a touchdown pass or two before. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. And I'm pretty sure Le'Veon Bell did that when he was on the Steelers. He threw, I think, no, that was Antonio Brown. Is either Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell? Well, either either way, way. I was going to say either way. Antonio Brown's on the there. So that's what I'm saying. I think you just, you like the idea of, of hammering home that over, right? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. I, I, I just like the idea of a, a trick play, maybe even a kicker faking or the punter faking a punt or faking on a, on a field goal attempt. Yeah, exactly. So there's, there's just something there. The, um, go ahead. Go ahead and get that over for sure. Speaking of over, the over for the game is going to be 55.5. Speaking of over, the fucking football season is over after. Uh, what am I going to do? Bro, what the fuck am I going to do? Every Sunday is, hey, babe, leave me alone for an hour or two. I'm going to watch 
my football, you mm-hmm. know, and I still will miss up half an hour, you know, because she'll say, Hey, can you get me this or that? Of course, no problem. Of course. Yeah. I'll complain a little bit, but I'll make sure I go see that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. It sucks, dude. It sucks. What are we going to do for the next from here to March madness is the dead zone of just garbage, bro. Yeah, well, you get some golf on TV. Golf, okay. Golf gives you a little optimism that the brutal Chicago winter is going to be over. Um, it's it, it is kind of nice watching uh, tournaments take place in Arizona. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Those nice, beautiful warm areas. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives you that ray of hope that uh, eventually this this cold winter is going to be over. But don't forget, spring training starts. I think next week or in two weeks no i'm pretty sure it's next week already, next week yeah which is obviously next next week we got a lot of baseball talk upcoming yeah we have len casper big old len he's going to help us out len casper switched uh switch sides get some from, beef one from the cubs to the Sox. get some beef with him don't you I, no i get it you got some beef no, I I totally respect the move. I am I I understand it. Yeah. I whatever makes people oh, happy, man. That's what it comes down to. You know who's the biggest flipper? And and I'm gonna call him out on it right now. I just talked to him maybe last week about it. Is um Kaplan from ESPN one thousand, that guy? Mm. This boy, he bought White Sox tickets. What are you doing? You know, biggest Cubs fan in the world. He wrote a book about the Cubs. He loves the Cubs. And that's what I understand. You, Chris, you are a diehard Cubs fan, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you ever see yourself going to the Sox? Oh, shit. Um, oh, fuck. You mean like like permanently? Uh, like you got it. Like you're going to support them if they, if they start doing good. Uh, I mean, I... I really enjoy baseball. Yeah. You know, I love baseball. So I've actually gone to Sox. We went to Sox games together, bro. Right. We so, went when they were like three bucks. But uh, same thing with the Cubs. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I wouldn't, I can never turn my back on the Cubs as, as many dumb decisions they make. Look, guys, we, we're from Chicago. Okay. We have the so, Bears. We have the Cubs. We have all right. The Blackhawks were great for you know we had a good dynasty for them, but no, we have the we have the Blackhawks. We're used to losing. We have the Bulls. You know we we don't have the '90s Bulls. We have the hey we were born in '95, so we have the Elton Brand Bulls. We have the Tyson Chandler Bulls. We have the Eddie Curry Bulls, and then we have the the greatest thing in our life is the Derrick Rose bulls. You know what I'm saying? So we're used to this disappointment and, and, you know, no matter how hard and how bad our teams suck, guess what? We're still there. I remember the bulls were 22 and in, I think what 60 and I got a tattoo of them, you know, what am I doing? You know, it's just like one of those things. It's like, okay, then, then, you know, you're a diehard fan. I can't stand, cannot stand. The, the fake fans, the bandwagon fans, the uh, look at all the Blackhawks fans. We were just talking about it a little bit before this, and I know that mm-hmm. we were we're gonna get back into our Super Bowl, but that's the thing is, uh, me and Chris, we kind of have this uh, um, it's not ADD, but it's a very uh, once we talk about one thing, we're gonna transition to 16 other things because that's how we are, you know. So very, deal with it. This podcast is <laughs> very scattered brain. It's a lot of bullshit, it's a lot of bullshit, and it's a lot of joking around, it's a lot of talking, and um, it's a lot of sports, and yeah. I, yeah, basically. I don't know what else to say about that. Well, I know we're we're 
probably gonna run up against the clock here and mm-hmm. obviously we have the jim mcmahon interview oh yeah we're gonna show. talk about that right talk a little bears too so let's let's go down the line i got a couple more bets for you bro this I thing hasn't even been recording this whole time Shut the fuck up. No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Morgan. <laughs> go ahead. What were you saying? At one point earlier, I wanted to ask. Like, what if this thing's not recording? And I forgot. Oh, man, dude. Like I said, this thing's a shit show right now, but it's our first It's our first podcast, and uh, we hope you guys enjoy it so far. What were you saying, Chris? No, there were a few more bets that I wanted to run past you, see what you thought. Fire away. Yeah, that's the whole we, thing. Uh, before we transition to Bears conversation, mm-hmm. so we talked about the passing attempts. What about total rushing yards set at 182 and a half? Total rushing yards for both teams, 882 and a half. All right, look, you figure realistically you're going to get that Tyreek Hill 20 yard run, so you're take off 20 right there. Okay, you're going to get that 20 yard jet sweep no matter what. Right or more plus, right? So you have 20 yards right there. So you do the math, you have what was it, 185, correct? You do 185 minus 20 right there. That's 160. Okay. And then you're going to take how many rushing yards would you say you think that Ronald Jones is going to get over or under 46 yards? Well, I think it all depends on the game plan of each team. Yeah. I think the Chiefs have shown the ability to run the ball when when they want to. And do the Bucks decide to run when the they ball. want to? But set timeout. But against the number one rushing defense. True. Come on. True. And will the Bucks try to run the ball more often just to keep it out of the the Chiefs' hands? Yeah, that's also true. And you know, nobody's talking about this, but uh, you know, Mikey Betts is going to be here to help you guys. It's supposed to rain today in Tampa. Really? It's supposed to rain. There's a 60% chance I, I of rain and thunderstorms. I didn't even think about looking at the weather report. Yeah, it's going to be a high of 73. Genius. Yeah. Genius. High of 73, a low of 55. Okay, so at night you're going to figure it's going to be about Windy? 62 degrees, a little bit of wind. Yeah, you got you got about um, 77% humidity as well. The winds aren't going to be too bad. If you're in Florida, it might be bad. But if you're from Chicago, it's nothing. It's 8% or not 8%. Listen to me. Eight miles miles per hour, right? It's going to feel like 66 at night. um, But it's going to be it's going to be a rainy game. So obviously, you know, don't give me that dirty look. It's they're going to it's going to be a run game. How are you going to be passing in the rain? You know, when have you ever seen a high pass game in the rain? Besides, I'm pretty sure I'll be passing. Oh my gosh! No, uh, the last fucking guy to do that is uh, he had a really good game with Philip Rivers. I don't remember what year, but I remember he was slinging the ball in the rain. I was like, dude, this guy. You know why I remember that? It's because I bet against the guy. You know, I was like, oh, he's got rain. He's he'll be fine. One of the very few bets I've lost. You know, just kidding. I lose a few. So get ready for the ride. Win some, lose some. Exactly. All right. What about uh, first tight end to reach ten yards receiving? Kelsey easily. Kelsey or Bray. But what if the Bucks simply get the ball first and then move down the field? I don't care because I don't think that Bray would even catch a 10-yard pass. I think he would catch an 8-yard pass. And the guy only gets four receptions a game, if that. The guy, I, I think he's averaging 2.8 receptions a game. If Cameron Bray is averaging 2.8 receptions in a game, what makes you think that he's going to get over 10 yards in the first drive? Only the first drive versus, let's say, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey's going to catch one in the first drive. He's going to catch a 15-yard pass. You know, he'll catch a nine-yard pass and still he'll still make 
make room to get a couple yards, so he'll still be 11 yards. I will take that all day. Versus Gronk, you want to throw Gronk in there, or is he even in there? No, Gronk wasn't even Exactly, Gronk's not even in there. All right, Chris, what other what other bets you got for me, my guy? Mikey Betts, do you know of Scorigami? Uh, I've heard of it. Uh, I, I know you were talking about it a little bit earlier, but I didn't yeah, really hear. Yeah, before we got on to record, I was mentioning it. Something I, I am interested in for this upcoming big game. So for you listeners out there that are unaware of Scorigami, it's a unique first ever final score in NFL history. This could be regular season, any postseason game, any big time game like upcoming right now. Um, do you think that'll happen? A unique final score upcoming tonight? Any given Sunday, dude. Any given Sunday. Right? Uh, how, how much, what are the odds? Just, what are the odds? Yeah. Well, it's either a yes or no, and you can get yes at a plus eleven hundred right now. Yes, dude, get, put ten bucks down on that. What are you talking Only about? Only because you got to think of all the different scenarios, possibly safeties, two point conversions with the high scoring offenses. Um, I, I don't know. Like I said, it's just something. Why not? Right? Let's go ahead and uh, and get with the yes. I would, uh, in the, in the great words of Lunas, you know, I got five on it. Why not? You know, just throw it down, just right. throw it down for that Might one, well. for that one, that, that five bucks could be turned into something pretty, pretty helpful. Get yourself an Wouldn't Xbox you game. <laughs> You're saying something right? that helpful. I'm thinking, thinking something fun. Fuck. That's what right. our, my problem Kinda is. Turn your $5 into some spending money mm-hmm. or more betting money or more betting money. I was going to say, or realistically. Oh, fuck. Or right. you turn it some into people Dogecoin. Just do Dogecoin. True. That, that works. Go straight to the moon. Fuck yeah. When I take Doge, right. I go to the moon. You know what I'm saying? So we said, so we said, <laughs> so we said yes on the Scorigami. We're going to say, why not? Right. We're just going to say, Let's see what happens. We're going to so say yes on that. Look, I think I'm, we I'm not about... a financial advisor. I don't, I don't say, but I would do it. You know what? It's five bucks. It's five bucks. Why not? Ten bucks. All right. Do 25. Just kidding. Do, do five. And, <laughs> and uh, your Gatorade color. What are you going with? Oh. <sighs> Will it be water? No. No, right? no, 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 no. Dude, for the past four years, I think it's been... I think it's been what orange. I think it's been orange. Ooh, that's a good question. I haven't even looked back and at past results. See, that might be a trend to to obviously look at Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, What's the most popular flavor? You know what? I'm gonna go purple. Well, I was gonna say, however, it has to be based on the the favorite of the team, Mm -hmm. right? So, oh yeah, whatever trend. Whatever trend could be stumped by fuck it, fuck it. It came to me. Yellow. simply liking blue Gatorade. No, it's yellow. It's yellow. It's yellow. Go yellow. It's yellow. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. What do you got? You got blue? <sighs> I mean, do they go red? Let's... Fruit punch? Oh, shit. Red. Yeah. I love red. All right. Um, Let's do a sandwich bet on it. Uh, Serenos sandwich bed. Okay. All Ooh, right. That sounds 
Sounds pretty good right now. All right. I'm going to tell all my followers right now, my listeners real quick. If you guys, uh, I've been saying this probably once a week for the past uh, few months now, but make sure you guys, next time you go get a sub, get a BLT with no, or no, with Capicola. Oh my gosh. You can thank me later. You can thank me later. Sorry. I had to throw that in there. Go ahead. What were you saying, Chris? No, I was, uh, I was thinking about some more upcoming bets for tonight's big game that we might be interested in. You think anyone's going to score more than one touchdown? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill has the most likely chance. Uh, Any running back. You could see Ronald Jones pounding a few in there. I could see, or not a few, a couple in there. I could see Leonard Fournette, playoff Lenny, big game Lenny. Um, I could see him pounding one in there, but or two in there. Can't really see anything. I can't, no. Besides that, no, I really don't see anything else. Mike Evans? Mike Evans, not two. I could see him getting one for sure. Like I would put money on mm-hmm. him to get any time touchdown if you want to do that. I'm pretty sure the odds are at like 160 right now. Uh, and we we talk about the the amount of weapons that team has too. I mean, both teams. We we've hammered it home bro, continuously both. how it's, it could be potentially a shootout upcoming. But just the list of names on that Bucks team: uh, Mike Evans, Fournette, Godwin, Jones, Antonio Brown. That was, I think that was one we brought up about. Uh, him possibly being the first to score a touchdown. Look at that story, dude. Look at that guy. That's insane. Where he came, and, where he was, what he was, how he fell, and he, at least he's climbing up a little bit. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl, and we're talking about it. You know, Right, exactly. And I think you – I don't know if it got on air or if we were talking pre-show, but the first touchdown score, I think you had mentioned Tyreek Hill and Antonio Brown being – two that you were gonna possibly hammer home there oh yeah I, antonio I brown those. plus 1600 right hammer. now put 10 on it win 160 you know and mikey, or lose 10 mikey bets where are we going to place these bets are you gonna go to busr uh it's a great great sports book um they'll help you out all the time they're giving out a lot of free codes a lot of free bets a lot of I think they're doing a risk-free bet of a thousand dollars right now, which is insane. Insane. How do you like risk-free thousand dollar bet? So uh, I don't know why you're still listening. Just go go over there, go uh, get that done right now. Go sign up because they You need no more convincing. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, but if you guys want the best plays and the best ways to follow and the best ways to win. Make sure you guys check out bellyupfantasysports.com slash MikeyBets, or you can even check out MikeyBets.com. The money goes the same place. Money goes the same way. We're all going to make money and uh, make the world go round. Um, you get two free, not even free. You get two straight bets a day, and then you'll get a parlay every week. And uh, you can check out my memberships on the page. You can check out everything. And I uh, just want to say real quick before I close everything out. Also, I want to give a huge shout out and thank you to Dan Mater. He really made all this possible and really helped me out along the way. So I want to shout him out and say thank you very much. And uh, I just want to say uh, for the first episode, thanks, Chris, man. I, I appreciate it, dude. Uh, Captain Chris, a.k.a. Chris the Capper, a.k.a. Uh, Nasty Chris from the South, you know. I appreciate <laughs> it all, dude. <laughs> appreciate it all. And um yeah, if you want to say anything closing real quick before we go on to this Jim McMahon interview, uh, go ahead. 
Oh, no, thank you for uh, having me on as your co-host. I'm looking forward to uh, what we got upcoming for future shows, future guests. I think this show is only going to get better as weeks go on. I'm yeah, excited for it. Um, and to reiterate what Mike, Mikey Betts meant by South, uh, South A-Town. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. South A-Town. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So that's um, it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. But yeah, no, let's uh, let's get to this interview. I'm looking forward to listening to it myself and uh, and we'll go from there. All right, guys. Well, while we're closing out right now, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the Jim McMahon interview. First interview is very nervous, very starstruck. But uh, yeah, hope you guys like it. And thank you for listening to the Mikey Betts show. Mikey Bet Show has been brought to you by Belly Up Fantasy Sports Podcast. This episode is in memory of my grandma, Melody McCormick. Grandma, I love you. Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, I'd like to introduce Jim McMahon, Chicago Bears legend, uh, college Hall of Famer. So, uh, Jim, how you been? How's COVID been treating you? Well, it's been pretty boring. Been yeah. in uh, living in Arizona since 2010, so the weather's been great. Yeah, it's but, nice. Uh, other other than that, it's been uh, been a big pain in the butt, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we really locked up everything. Uh, been terrible for everybody. So kind of want to transition into, we got football, at least that'll help us for uh, COVID, help us get rid of the quarantine, take a, take a break from it. What do you think, uh, what do you think this weekend? Who do you think is going to win for tonight? Uh, Bills versus the Ravens. Well, I don't follow football a hell of a lot. You know, I keep up with the scores, you know, on ESPN, like a lot of people. And um uh, I just keep track of my friends that are still in the league coaching. Actually, yeah. uh, Leslie Fraser is the next teammate of mine in Chicago. He's coaching for Buffalo, so I'd like to see them win. Uh, uh, Ron Rivera, another ex-teammate of mine, was with Washington. Unfortunately, they got beat last week. But uh, another good buddy, Andy Reid. He's uh, won the Super Bowl Andy. last year with KC, and he's, it, lo- it looks like it's going to be between, uh, you know, definitely I think it's going to be between them and Buffalo in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Just a little bit that I know. Uh, and then on the other side, I, th- I think it'll be Green Bay and uh, he's in, uh, probably New Orleans in the, in the <clears throat> championship game. So, you, don't, you don't like the Bucs? You don't like the Bucs' chances? Uh, well, I think they got a pretty good football team, but I don't think they're, they're better than the, uh, the Saints or the, uh, uh, the Packers. So right. I think I think they play the Saints today, by the way. Yeah, they, uh, I think that's tomorrow. But I know I'm a Tom guy. I'm a Tom guy over Bill. Um, I know you have a little history with Bill, uh, Bill Belichick. You uh, you care to share that story a little bit? Not really. I mean, I, I played for well, I was there in Cleveland in 95 when he was there. And uh, uh, it wasn't a fun experience at all. Uh, I'm glad I got out of there. Got me a second ring because I got out of there. So yeah, yeah, we can skip right over him. He doesn't doesn't bother me. 
Okay, all right, no problem. Um, so, a little bit about you. Uh, as a starter, you went 67 and 30. Um, should the Bears call you right now? Well, I'm telling you, the Bears are. Uh, it's been a it's been a tough tough struggle for those guys for quite a few Going years. Going on with them, yeah. Uh, I don't know. They've got. Seem like they have a hell of a lot of talent, a lot of speed, and uh, I just I don't know what's going on. A couple of years ago, they were what twelve and four, something like that, looking pretty mm -hmm. good, and then they fell off last year. And uh, this year, they haven't done a hell of a lot better. So I don't know what's going on with them. I feel like it's the same old, same old, except with you. I mean, other than you and maybe Jay Cutler, I don't. We. In the past 25 years I've been alive, I didn't even get to see you play. But in the past 25 years that I've been alive, I've, I've never seen a good quarterback for the Bears. I've never seen it's, – it's always been the same old song and dance. It's a great defense, mediocre offense. We can never get over the hump, can never get over the hump. What do you think yeah, that guy – uh, It's been that way since I was there in 80, from 82 to 88. Uh, they don't give you guys credit. They don't give you guys credit. You guys held the ball for 40 minutes. In, yeah, in games. We, had a, we had a damn good offense. And, yeah. Uh, but like you say, it's uh, it's always about defense, you know, running the football, controlling the clock. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, sometimes you got to be able to air it out. And, and uh, you know, especially nowadays, it, the way the league's going, everybody's throwing the football. And even the Bears are throwing. I think their offense is, is pretty good. Uh, they're throwing. They're just not hitting sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, schematically, I think they're – they're a good offense, but I would like to play in that offense. I, I was playing in the most boring one that you know I think I'd ever been in. Yeah, um, you're. I I, uh, I did a little research. running the ball, so that was kind of nice. But mm -hmm. uh, I definitely would have liked to throw it to him a hell of a lot more. Yeah, definitely. At BYU, uh, you said that was one of the best offenses that you've ever been in. It was the best offense I ever played in, and it yeah. wasn't a difficult offense. Everybody talks about how you know it was a. A crazy passing scheme. It was very, uh, very basic. Uh, you know, the defense can send one more than you can than you can block, right? Yeah. And so if you if you can figure out who that guy is, it's pretty much it's fish, it's shooting fish in a barrel. And uh, a lot of times they're gonna they're gonna give it away. Somebody's gonna give it away on defense the way they line up. And so if you pay attention at all to what's going on in your film sessions and in practice, uh, you should be able to know you know you know figure out who this guy is. And then uh, take advantage of that, and that's what so, we did at BYU. So in practice, when uh, you were with Ditka, I know you guys have two uh, hell bent personalities. How did that work out? Did you ever try to implement some plays like, "Hey, this is what we did in college. This is what we did at BYU," or was he just too stubborn? No, nah, he was pretty set in his ways. But uh, you know, I, I ob obviously I was I was trying to get some input in there every once in a while, but. Uh, yeah, it was very boring, and uh, had I not changed a bunch of plays, I, I, you know, who knows if we'd ever won. But uh, <laughs> we, we had a we had a good football team. You know, defensively we were good. Offensively, like you, you just mentioned, we had a good good offense. We're first and good offensive line. Mm -hmm. You know, we scored the most points in the NFC that year. Yep. We uh, we held the ball for the longest. Uh, you know, those are pretty two pretty good traits. That doesn't mean you know that means your defense isn't playing that many you know that many minutes and. And uh, when they did play, they were great. But uh, we we were we definitely held up held up our our end of the bargain on the offense. Oh yeah. Now in the Super Bowl, there's a rumor that uh, the fridge was supposed to throw a pass. Is that true? Yeah. He was. We actually called the play. He didn't throw it. 
good thing. It probably got picked, or who knows what would have happened. Yeah, he ran it. He almost tumbled. He ended up, up tucked it, and uh, you know, <laughs> probably lost a couple yards. But yeah, there was a lot of things uh, surrounding the fridge during the Super Bowl, and you know, a lot of people ask me, uh, you know, why Walter didn't score, and I tell everybody the same thing. I, I think he could have carried the ball a hundred times, and he he wouldn't have scored because the, their focus was to stop Walter Payton. Right. And uh, they figured they stopped Walter, they win. And they did a good job of stopping Walter. You know, I think he, I think he carried around 27 times in the game. I'm not positive of the number, but uh, we had plenty of chances. And we were down on the goal line a few times, and, and they were just all over wherever Walter went. So uh, it would have been tough. You know, just because he didn't score, that doesn't, you know, diminish his, his role in the game at all. Oh, yeah. Because of him, everybody else was able to, to have big games is because they were so focused on Walter. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Walter um, and his legacy, everything about him is just diehard legacy, diehard Bears fan. When you think of the Bears, you think of Walter Payton, you think of the Bears defense, you think of the 85 Bears. Um, what I think about, one of my favorite moments as a Bear, I was only two, but like just growing up about it and hearing it at, uh, is actually when you were a Packer. And uh, you went to the White House when you won the Super Bowl, and uh, you wore the uh, number nine Chicago Bears jersey. That, that that's got to be the most, you know, big balls moment. And, and I just I love it. I love it. Well, I had I had explained to all my teammates there in Green Bay and and to the coaches that uh, what had happened. A lot of them didn't even hadn't realized we didn't we didn't go to the White House when we were in Chicago mm -hmm. uh, because the space shuttle blew up about I think it was two days after we won. And so, you know, obviously all the focus, rightfully so, was on that. But I think they could have squeezed us in somewhere between then and the, the 30 years it took us to go to the White House. So, yeah. Uh, I, like I said, I, I explained to all my teammates they didn't have a problem with it. Uh, the coaches didn't have a problem with it. And so, you know, I was just representing our, our team at the time. Right. That's a class move. Um, so you had seven, you were on seven different teams. Uh, which, which one was your favorite and, and why was it the Bears? Um, well, I spent the longest time in Chicago, so obviously mm -hmm. that was that was a good time. I, all my kids were raised there. I lived there for 28 years. It, was, it used to be a great town. Used to be. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I had a great time wherever I was. Uh, Phil, I spent three years in Philadelphia. Had a good time there. Uh, everywhere else was was basically a year or less than a year. So, uh, but I had. You know, like I said, wherever I got to play is where I had fun. If I wasn't playing, it sucked. And uh, I did not like sitting on the sidelines, whether or not I was hurt or, or, or backing up or whatever. It, it just uh, sitting on the sidelines was no fun for me. So Yeah. And then what about college? Because college, I feel like it was kind of a Mormon school, kind of, you know, how are you, you know. It wasn't kind of a Mormon school. It was, it, it was Mormon school, school yeah. Mormon school, which is, <laughs> which is fine for Mormons, but uh, I was not. And uh, I grew up in, Cal in Northern California in San Jose. And so uh, when I moved there, I moved to Utah my junior year in high school. And so I was there for two years before I even went to BYU. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a different, different uh, atmosphere for college you know, from the guys I've all talked to that they went to you know, all these other universities and had uh, a lot of fun. Uh, the fun for me was, you know, Friday night or Saturday afternoon, wh wherever we played. And, uh, the other time, the other part of the five years was, was actually pretty boring. Yeah, I can imagine. 
Um, I kind of want to transition back to the fridge. Almost forgot about it. Uh, that had to be the easiest handoff ever, though. I'm assuming that's the biggest target. It, it's it's got to be the easiest target. The well, easiest handoff. It's a big handoff, or it's an easy handoff. But when he grabs your arms with the ball, it's not any fun. Oh yeah, I can imagine. He would, take, he would take half my arm with the ball, and sometimes it was hard to get it out of there. But uh, yeah, it was it was like you said, it was an easy, very easy target. Just when he wrapped that big paw around that ball, he got half my arm, and, and that was no fun. Yeah, that, it's it's insane. Uh, who who would you say is one of your your favorite teammates? Who's your best teammate? And don't uh, say Brett Favre, please. Uh, no, Brett was fun, but uh, like I seven teams, a lot of different guys. Uh, I got to play with Dave Archer. He was quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons for. Uh, few years and then he he ended up in San Diego when I was there he also came to Philadelphia and we probably laughed more than more than we should have probably but uh, mm -hmm. we had a great time uh whether we were playing or not and uh still still keep in touch with Dave he's he's actually does the color commentating on radio for the Falcons still lives in Atlanta uh he'll be out here in May for my uh, golf event for the troops so look forward to seeing Dave he was a lot of fun yeah, that's awesome. Um, on a serious note, you've been known to be an advocate for uh, the NFL to start using medicinal marijuana and eliminate uh, pill popping and just uh, multiple pills in the NFL. Uh, could you shed some light on that and uh, how it was back in the NFL with you? Um, I remember, I believe it was 84. It was the broken hand. They didn't tell you about the broken hand. And then uh, 85 was the shoulder, led into 86. Yeah, well, I, was, I, was eating a, I, I ate a lot of painkillers when I was playing. Yeah, mm -hmm. you, you mentioned in 84, I broke my hand. Uh, I don't know if it was the second or third game of the year. Uh, you know, they told me it was, you know, it was just bruised. That night it was killing me. I went to the hospital on my own. The guy said, it's, it's broke. And so they casted my hand. And so I showed up the next day to practice with a cast and they're saying, what are you doing? You can't have that on. You can't let people see. I said, my hand is broke. You can't, you can't let them know that. You know, they never wanted anybody to know you were hurt. And so, uh, you know, they were, they were just uh, shooting my hand for about five or six games uh, until, until I uh, injured my kidney toward, toward the bottom third of my kidney off. And then my season was over, but, but yeah, that's how they, they treated it back then. You, you just give you pills or, or xylocaine, marking, whatever, whatever cane brother they had in the office. And uh, that's how you dealt with it. But uh, yeah, they marijuana is so much better for you. It's, it's not addictive. It's, uh, it's a medicinal herb. It's not a drug. Uh, we have a system in our bodies for it. We're supposed to be using this plant. Now, why do you have an endocannabinoid system if, if you're not using it? Mm -hmm. so, uh, but, you know, the NFL is tied in big with big pharma. And so, you know, all the free pills they get, they're going to pass them out. But I think, right. the, I think the rules have been changing. Uh, I've heard some good things about uh, they're letting guys use this now. So uh, that's, a, that's a good sign. Yeah. I, I, and I, I think that you have a lot to do with where we're at now, um, especially speeding up the process of making it more uh, legal. So... I, th I feel like a lot of players owe the credit to you for doing that, especially just getting into it and fighting the NFL and, and going against the NFL and, and, and 
and not just, you know, standing up for the little guy, basically. And uh, I've, I've never had a problem messing, had with, a, messing with the man. So uh, I just, I question a lot of things. And some people don't like to be questioned. Some people, because some people don't have the right answer or the, or a, a, a answer. So a answer. Uh, you know, I, I'm not afraid to, to speak out when I see something that, you know, I don't think is right. Right. Speaking of speaking out, um, a couple of years ago, or more than a couple of years ago, when Jay Cutler was our quarterback, Dan Hampton said that if if Jay Cutler was the quarterback in 85, they would have four rings. You guys would have four rings. What What do you have to say to that? Does, it, does, that, does that bother you at all? Or uh, I don't play fantasy football, so. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, if we would have had Reggie White, we might have won four Super Bowls, too. Mm -hmm. so, uh, no, I don't really care. I don't care what he says. Yeah. You know, he was a teammate, and that was about it. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, last thing I wanted to talk about <coughs> real quick is uh, Super Bowl Sunday. It's going to be coming up. We are releasing this. We were, we were recording this a couple of weeks earlier, but uh, we're releasing this on Super Bowl Sunday. Um Let's just say, who do you have in your top again? Who was it? It was Bills and um, Bills and Chiefs, I believe, in the in the championship, and then the uh, Packers and Saints in the NFC championship. Okay. And uh, out of those, I would I would pick Kansas City and, and Green Bay in the Super Bowl. So Kansas City and Green Bay. Who do you whether, that not, whether or not works out, I don't know. Yeah. Um, who would you have winning for that one? Well, that, that's going to be a hell of a matchup. But uh, like I said, I don't follow it closely enough to you know to know who's who's better. I just know they're both good football teams. That's the State Farm it'd game. Be a hell, it'd be the hell be a hell of a Super Bowl with those mm -hmm. two guys, Mahomes and uh, Rogers in it. Yeah, that that would be uh, a lot of money for State Farm. They're they're always in the commercials, anyways. So yeah, I'm sure they're doing well. With their with their uh, salaries, I don't think they even need to make commercials. You know, I had, yeah, I had to make commercials just to just to pay for my four kids and, and get them through school. Had I not done all those commercials, who knows where they'd be right now? Exactly. Got to hop on the Campbells like Didka. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, Jim. Well, I appreciate your time. Uh, hopefully, we can have you on again soon. Good talking to you, and uh, we'll catch up soon. All right. Okay, bud. Take care. Thanks. Have a great one. Appreciate you. Yes,